Hello and welcome to the first edition of the Reading with Mr. Hall podcast. This is Brett Hall and my reading class has been really hard at work practicing for the very first podcast. This is Sorry Wrong Number by Lucille Fletcher. It is a suspenseful story about a woman who's calling or trying to call and report a murder. We're going to do this in two parts. So this is part one. Enjoy and check back soon for the posting of the conclusion to the story. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Remember, you can access this by going to readingwithmrhall.podbean.com or searching for Reading with Mr. Hall on iTunes. Thank you. Your call, please. Operator, I've been dialing Murray Hill, 40098, now for the last course of an hour. And the line is always busy, but I don't see how it could be busy that long. Will you try it for me, please? Murray Hill, 4098, one moment, please. I don't see how it could be busy all this time. It's in my husband's office. He's working late tonight, and I'm all alone in the house. My health is very poor, and I've been feeling so nervous all day. Ringing Murray Hill, 4098. Hello. Hello, George. Yes, sir. Hello, who is this? What number am I calling, please? We've heard from our client. He says the coast is clear for tonight. Yes, sir. Where are you now? In a phone booth. Okay, you know the address. At 11 o'clock, the private patrolman goes around for a bar on 2nd Avenue. Be sure that all the lights downstairs are out. You should be able to see one light from the street. At 11.15, the subway train crosses the bridge. It makes a noise. In case your window is open, she should scream. Hello? What number is this, please? Okay, I understand. Make it quick, as little blood as possible. Our client doesn't wish to make her suffer long. A knife okay, sir? Yes, a knife will be okay. And remember, remove all the rings, bracelets, and jewelry in the bureau drawer. Our client wishes to make it look like simple robbery. Okay, I get... Your call, please. Operator, I, I've been cut off. I'm sorry, madam. What was the number you are calling? Why, it was supposed to be Murray Hill 40098, but it wasn't. Some wires must have been crossed. I was cut into a wrong number, and I've heard the most dreadful thing. A, a murder, and operator simply had to trace that call at once. I beg your pardon, madam. I don't quite... Oh, I know it's a wrong number, and I had no business listening. But these are these two men. They were cold-blooded feeds, and they were going to murder somebody. Some poor innocent woman who was all alone in a house near a bridge. We've got to stop them. We've got to. What's the number you're calling, madam? It doesn't matter. This was a wrong number, and you dialed it. We've got to find out what it was, immediately. But, madam... Oh, why are you so stupid? Look, it was obviously a case of a little slip of a finger. I told you to try Mary Hill 40098 for me. You dialed it, but your finger must have slipped, and I connected with some other number. And I could hear them, but they couldn't hear me. Now I simply fail to see why you couldn't try to make the same mistake again on purpose. Why you couldn't try and dial Mary Hill 40098 in the same careless sort of a way. 
Murray Hill 4098, I will try to get it for you, madam. Thank you. Yes, madam. You didn't try to remember at all. I asked you explicitly, and now you did was dialed correctly. I'm sorry, what's the number you were calling? Can't you, for once, figure out the number I was calling and do something specific? Now, why don't you trace that call? It's my civic duty. It's your civic duty to trace that call and to apprehend those dangerous killers. If you won't... I will connect you as the chief operator. Please! This is the chief operator. Chief operator, I want to trace a call, a telephone call, immediately. I don't know where it came from or who was making it, but it's absolutely necessary that I be tracked down because it was about a murder. Yes, a terrible cold-blooded murder of a poor innocent woman tonight at 11.15. I see. Can you trace it for me? Can you track down those men? It depends, madam. Depends on what? It depends whether or not the call is still going on. If it is a live call, we can trace it on the equipment, but if it's been dis disconnected, we can't. Disconnected? If the parties have stopped talking to each other. Oh, but of course they must have stopped talking to each other by now. That was at least five minutes ago, and they didn't sound like the type that would make a long call. Well, I can try tracing it. Now, what was your name, madam? Mrs. Stevenson. Mrs. Albert Stevenson. But listen! And your telephone number? Plaza 42295. But if you go on wasting all this time... And what is your reason for wanting this call traced? My reason? Well, for heaven's sake, isn't it obvious? I overheard two men. They're killers. They're planning to murder this woman. It's a matter for the police. Have you told the police? No. How could I? You're making this check into a private call purely as an individual? Yes, but meanwhile... Well, Mrs. Stevenson, I seriously doubt whether we could make this check into, at this time, just on your say-so as a private individual. We'd need something more official. Oh, for heaven's sake. You mean to tell me that I can't report a murder without getting all tied up in this red tape? Well, it's perfectly idiotic. Alright then, I will but call the police. Ridiculous. Your call, please. The police department, please. Ring the police department. Police department, precinct 43, Duffy speaking. The police department? Oh. This is Mrs. Stevenson, Miss Albert Smith Stevenson, at 53 North Seven Place. I'm calling up to report a murder. Eh. Uh, I mean, the murder hasn't been committed yet. I just <coughs> overheard plans over the telephone, over a wrong number that the operator gave me. I've been trying to trick down the call myself, but everybody's so stupid. And I guess in the end, it's all the people who could do anything. Yes, ma'am. It was a perfectly definite murder. I heard their plans distinctly. Two men were talking. They were going to murder some woman at 11.15 tonight. She lived in a house near a bridge. Yes, ma'am. And there's a private patrolman on the street. He was going around for a beer on 2nd Avenue. And there's some third man, a client, who was paying to have this poor woman murdered. They're going to make her, take her rings and bracelets and use a knife. Well, it's unnerving me dreadfully, and I'm not well. I see. When was all this, ma'am? About eight minutes ago. Oh, then you can do something. You do understand. And what is your name, ma'am? Mrs. Stevenson. Mrs. Albert Stevenson. And your address? 53 North Sutton Place. That's near Bridge. The Queensboro Bridge, you know. And we have a private patrolman on our street in 2nd Avenue. And what was the number you were calling? Murray Hill, 40098. 
but that wasn't the number I overheard. I mean, Murray Hill 40098 is my husband's office. He's working late tonight, and I was trying to reach him to ask him to come home. I'm an invalid, you know, and it's the main sign off, and I hate to be alone, even though he says I'm perfectly safe as long as I have a telephone right beside my bed. Well, we'll look into it, Mrs. Stevenson, and see if we can check into the, the telephone company. But the telephone company said they couldn't check the, couldn't check the call if the partners stopped talking. I've already taken care of that. I see. Personally, I feel you ought to do something far more immediate and drastic than just to check the call. What good does checking the call do if they stop talking? By the time you track it down, they will have already committed the murder. Well, we'll take care of it, lady. Don't worry. I say the whole thing calls for a search. A complete and thorough search of the whole city. I'm very near a bridge, and not far from 2nd Avenue, and I know I'd feel a whole lot safer if you said I rate your car to this neighborhood at once. And what makes you think the murder is going to be coming into your neighborhood, ma'am? Oh, I don't know. The coincidence is so horrible. Second Avenue, the patrolman, the bridge. Second, Ave Second Avenue is a very long street, ma'am. And do you happen to know how many bridges there are in the city of New York alone? Not to mention Bron Brooklyn, um, Staten Island, Queens, and the Bronx. And how do you know there isn't some little house out on Staten Island? on some little Second Avenue you've never heard about. How do you know that we're even talking about New York at all? But I heard it on, I heard the call on New York Dynasty system. How do you know it was, wasn't a long distance call, uh, call you overheard? Telephones are funny things. Look lady, why don't you look at it this way? Supposedly, supposing you hadn't broke into on that call, telephone call. Supposing you'd got your husband the way you always do. What the, what this ma murder have made any difference to you then? I suppose not, but so inhuman, so cold-blooded. A lot of murders are committed in this city every day, ma'am. If we could do something to stop them, we would, but a clue of this kind that's so vague isn't much more uh, to us than no clue at all. But surely... Unless, of course, you have some reason for thinking this call is phony and that someone may be planning to murder you. Me? Oh no, I hardly think so. I mean, why would anybody? I'm alone all day and night. I take nobody's up and make Eloise. She's too lazy to bring up my breakfast tray, and the only other person is my husband, Albert. He's crazy about me, adores me, waits in my hand and foot. He scarcely left my side since I sick 12 years ago. Well then, there's nothing for you to worry about, is there? And now, if you'll just leave the rest to us. What will you do? It's so late. It's nearly 11 o'clock. Well, we'll take care of it, lady. Will you broadcast it all over the city? It's about squads? And one of the radio cars to watch out, especially in suspicious neighborhoods like mine? Lady, I said we'll take care of it. Just now, I have a couple of matters here on my desk that require immediate... Oh! Idiot. Now, what, why did I do that? Now, I think I'm a fool. Why doesn't Elber come home? Why doesn't he? So, thank you for listening to the first part of Sorry, Wrong Number. 
make sure to check back on readingwithmrhall.podbean.com. Or if you subscribe via iTunes, you can have these podcasts automatically delivered to your devices when we upload them. So thanks again for listening, and make sure to check back again for the conclusion.